Oh yes, welcome to the OFD podcast, I'm Sauce. I'm Berkey. How the hell are you? With a very, very special guest, uh, Lutzi. What a pleasure, mate. What do I call you, Sauce? Sauce, Sterling. Whatever Berkey. you feel like. I've never called you Sauce before. <laughs> you it's going to be weird if I start calling you Sauce all yeah. of a sudden. Okay, let's oh, I mean, I call you Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you call me? I'm calling you Berkey. You're calling me Berkey. Yeah. But, mate, if you want to change it up no, throughout no, the like episode. It. I like it. How's, uh, how, uh, how's this compared to Nova, mate? So far, yeah. I mean, it's way better. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we haven't even got any, like, I've got, my nickname's Lutzi, but that's from school. Yeah. Well, that's like Sauce. You know. Yeah, but did, who, who's, who called you Sauce? What's the... Because, like, the guy I do radio with, Ash Bradham, he, he's got one of those self-appointed nicknames. He, yeah. When he was at school, he goes, oh, everyone call me, I'm vo- not, call me no. Voodoo. I'm like, oh, why? No, That's, no. Are you... Was that no, self-appointed? No, I'll tell you the story. I got, called, was, I got called a ranger, um, or it was, it was at, like, assembly, at, at assembly. Like, you went into Nudgy, right? Yeah. You remember the, like, abuse you'd caught from all the boys and stuff? Yeah, like, Ginger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got basically called Sauce because someone said it on assembly and they the boys, like fucking sprayed water on my head and they go and put the fire out, put the sauce out and it just stuck. So I've never, this is the first time I've looked at you and thought, oh, you're a bit of a ginger. Were you like, oh, yeah. when you're at school, were you like a flaming redhead? I was, oh, I was born with white hair. So Did I you go to school happened. with him? No, I went to grandma. Right. But yeah. He's, he's not one of us. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, for all the right reasons. <laughs> but let's, when I, let's not make this some GPS jerk off. <laughs> We haven't even got five minutes in and we're After into the it. break, we're going to talk churchy for half an hour, guys. So don't go anywhere. Like, for fuck's sake. Right, what I was going to say is you want to talk about giving himself to a point of nickname. Nah, this is bullshit. I'm this not even going to stand called himself this. the King of the North no, I did for it. so long. I did, it. I did not really? call myself that. What, since, the game, of, since Game of Thrones or what? Oh, like, I don't swear know. my life. King of the North? King of the North, yeah. Ask like, Darcy Klutzy. I did not. That's proper flog material stuff. But anyway, mate, thanks for coming on. That's all right. So uh, this would be better than Nova because you can't get on the beers, can you, at six o'clock in the morning? Well, technically not, there? but no. um, I come in pretty hot usually on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find that. It's, it's like most things. You can find that perfect. If you get it right, if you get just drunk enough the night before, mm. you're, you're way quicker. Your chat's real good. Your chat's real good. It's yeah. like, I think it's like golf. You know, yeah. if you have a few beers, you keep your head down looking at the ball. Even, I think, snooker and pool <laughs> is the same. But there's that point of diminishing returns. If you, if you fuck it up, yeah, it can go pear-shaped real bad. Do they know, like Suze and Ash? It's pretty, it, where, you, where it's obvious, oh, it's pretty obvious. You know, but like, what, what happens is, like, like, you guys have sponsors, obviously. You want to yeah. mention them now? Um, the Caxton. <laughs> <laughs> right, the Caxton will start there. Unofficially uh, 4X. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, okay. Well, well, I can like. mention Forex because I'm a Forex ambassador. I'm but sponsored yeah. by there them. So go. I thought you had some other beer so situation. So you can basically vouch for us that Forex sponsors us. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's formally Forex have officially come on board. <laughs> oh, nice. Thank I you. I didn't yeah. know that. No, I appreciate well, that's good. it. Because I'm, no, I'm on, they pay my mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they literally did. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I love Forex. Oh. Um, but um, what happens is you can kind of. Like, even now, I had a pretty big night and I'm sort of topping up with my first beer of the day. So mm. I'm a little bit, probably still a little bit pissed. But, um, you know, you can get away with it in yeah. just like banter like this. Yeah. But then in, well, we get these things called live reads where you get, you know, like, you know, so if the Caxton wanted to do a 30 second ad, they pay more and we read them live on air. Yeah. We pre record them, but they come say, yeah, 610, they hand me a bit of paper with a 30 second live read. You try fucking reading a script. <laughs> 
when you're still a bit pissed. <laughs> and it, that's when everyone goes, what the fuck? So it's really hard to read when you're drunk. Yeah. Why you can chat when you're drunk. There? Like, people wouldn't know if the three of us yeah. were kind of a bit pissed. You probably wouldn't know now. Yeah. You read a fucking script and try and make it sound normal when you're drunk. It's, and that's when you, that's did, when the alarm bells go off. Do they sort of take the piss out of you, like Susan had? It's, if they know. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of just more of a, oh, fuck, let's yeah. just push through it. He's yeah. pissed again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lutzy just reeks of grog yeah. again. It's like, you know, it's, as long as it doesn't impact. Like, I don't think I've ever been on, like, I think if you went back over. Never been able to not do your job. I, I don't think I've ever been on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like, this guy's off his set. What happens is usually if I'm that drunk, I'll, I've slept through shows, which is even worse. Like, I've woken up, like, uh, Fucking Friday, it's Sunday, <laughs> Sunday morning. And then fuck, it's not Sunday. It's, it's Monday. Monday. <laughs> it's ten thirty. You got one hundred and seventy-two missed calls. Like that's fucked. Like I've got one job. Turn up for three hours, five days a week, and you fucking sleep through it. And that's like that's not fun. No one's like, oh, hey, you crazy bastard. That's like really, dude. Like, what time does it start? Six. So what time you got to get up? I go, but 18 minutes past five. I get in there. <laughs> I park the car. I'm walking in the door as Mitch is reading sport. And my first words usually of the day are on air. Yeah, right. Like, no prep. Also, you can just get there about quarter to... Quarter get there at two minutes past six. That is outstanding. So you get up at 5.18. Yeah. Like, you know your routine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's just my... I, don't know. I think yeah. you pushed out. You know, when you push it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But 5.18 is when I get up, yeah. You finally worked out the exact time that you can push it till. Yeah, I literally know second by second. I don't even have to look at the clock. I know when I get out of the shower that I, it, it, I know that it's five thirty-eight now. I love that you haven't said a word to anyone. Your first no. words, words are like word half for anyone. Yeah, yeah it's to four hundred thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not an ideal, but <laughs> when you, we, we rate pretty well, so we get away. Like if we were yeah. fifth, I'd be going, dude, fucking get in there half an hour early. Like, what you're are you fifth out of how many? No, we're first. Oh, you first. Yeah, yeah, that's, why I can, that's why I can get in there at six oh two. No yeah. one gives a fuck. Like, yeah. if you're winning, he's got the winning losing, formula. Like, yeah, yeah, come on, pull it in, mate. Oh. Yeah, you you wake up at five eighteen, but you've come home at five. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that happens. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever just gone straight to the studio, but I do remember one day being blind. And I can't fucking drive. Obviously, yeah. so I remember getting an Uber to about. 300 meters down the street and I wore like like as if I was running the bridge to Brisbane I had like running shorts a fucking lycra top <laughs> and, and like Nikes so on and I sprinted the last 300 so I was saying sweaty like <laughs> as if I'd run to work doing some extra fitness <laughs> but I was actually blind drunk <laughs> I'm a fucking train wreck <laughs> <laughs> and, and then once the three hours is done, you're done, or do you have other commitments to do? You just no, get you, back on, on the on a good week. You're done by nine thirty. Like you know, you're out of there. And then what? Back on the gas to prepare for the next day. It just depends on the week. Yeah, yeah. Right. sometimes you just have. Yeah, you can do that. That's unreal. So you don't have like you don't have to stay around and prepare nah. for the next day. Oh yeah, no, like the producers come in for like ten minutes and go. Uh, there's no like all the prep is just all the marketing shit. Yeah, and, you know, like you have to catch someone to do a week long promotion where we win tickets to the Broncos. We work out how to integrate that in the yeah. show, but no, we, no, we don't sit around going, "What are we going to talk about tomorrow?" <laughs> Who, who's your yeah? Who's your favorite guest that you've ever had? Oh shit! Like I, I was a U two fan growing up, and I've interviewed yeah, Bono right. a couple of times, like in yeah. in person. That fucking pretty incredible. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's been some, like it's the, 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 like the, some comedians are just really fucking great. Yeah. Mm. So much shit. I remember Arch Barker gave us nothing. I mean, you're a real fan of someone. Oh, the he, American guy. Yeah, and he just yeah. gave us nothing. No, I just don't like him anymore. He was just <laughs> like, 
was like, we're trying to help him plug his show, and he was just like, yeah, just one, so yeah, one word answers. Like, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Whatever. And you, know, you get people, you can get people in good and bad moods. So yeah. it's, it's hard to like. We we interviewed Rihanna once, and she was just she was in a studio in Sydney, and the producer texted her going, you know, she's like. Literally got a head on the table sleeping when oh. she's answering questions. Oh, so we we're like, oh, sure. fuck you, Rihanna. And I thought, you know what? She's probably got drunk, just having a yeah. bad night. Like, you can't blame someone for just having a, you know. Plus, just, it's Rihanna. Plus, it's Rihanna. Yeah. And she's fucking talking to some dickhead in Brisbane radio. So <laughs> yeah. I get it, you know. Steve saw her in Brazil at like the World Cup, the Soccer World Cup a few years ago at Rio. Yeah. And apparently he walked past her and he said, oh, g'day, like, g'day, love or something. She's with like her whole posse and stuff, and she goes, "I like your shoes." And he was wearing these like silver, like puma, puma fucking things. He's just like always talked about it. How was how was like Steve Rihanna. never told me that story? I don't know. I yeah. feel like I feel like you should tell all, all the shit he's spoken to me about yeah. over the years. That should probably ask get him. a run. Ask him. There might yeah. be more legs to that story. That's why he's had to keep it G-rated. Maybe. <laughs> what do you reckon he rated it? <laughs> I find that highly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> if Stevie could get the old fella up, it'd be for real. For those that can you. There's a visual element. We're being filmed at, yeah. at this point. Can you put a photo off, Steve, please? <laughs> just to give people I'm some cutting sort this of whole segment out. <laughs> <laughs> this won't even make it. We're just wasting oxygen at the moment, guys. Sauce does have Steve a mother as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm, well, my point is that like, there's no more. There's no way there's any more to that story. If anything, he's added a bit of fucking sugar on top of that. Travis, Travis has got to be shaking in his boots. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Blake. <Yeah. laughs> he owns the caco. <laughs> There's a lot to like about the guy. Don't get me wrong. I well, think the, the thing the thing about that is like the the Pumas. She <laughs> I was still she talking does, about well, she does Fendi. She she has a sponsorship with Fendi. <sighs> which she's is lingerie, isn't she? Is that yeah? Well, she's yeah. got a few fingers in pies. Riri does me in all the right places. I'm not sure about you, Lutzi. Steve, Steve had his finger in her. Oh, pie. I've, oh yeah, mate, I've got again, a few. This is you. I'm not going there, mate. <laughs> Does your mother listen to this podcast? No, they neither of them do. No yeah, one. That's does. a good thing about yeah. podcasts. My parents, I don't think my mum even knows what they are. Yeah, so you can say what you want. They, they don't have a clue, eh? No. Like, what do they go? What do you? What is it? Like, well, mum found out because even now we sort of add extra bits to. We do a Nova show podcast. Like, so after we finish the show, we just top and tail it. So we just you know podcast. You know, yeah. good show today. Yada yada. We usually throw a bit of loose chat. Just a little added extra. And I told some story the other day about this. Um, being in, when I lived in LA, I was dating some just actress chick. I lived there for like a year once, just to, in between radio or whatever. And she was like some LA chick and she was trying to make, LA chick trying to make LA guys jealous by saying, oh, there's other guys ringing me. That's kind of their vibe. And I was just in this headspace where I didn't give a fuck. And she was like, oh yeah, I've got Quentin Tarantino ringing me and fucking Jason Siegel wants to fuck me. I'm like, and I just, as a joke, I'd watch you fuck Jason Siegel. That sounds actually pretty cool. And she said, oh, you can if you want, because where we fuck in this hotel room, you can you can hire this other hotel room. I'll leave the curtains open. You can watch me fuck Jason Siegel. And it never happened, but I just told that story. Yeah. And then- Apparently the career mail does listen to the fucking podcast because then <laughs> the next day I wake up and it was such a fucked and I know the editor of the career mail I was like, What the fuck, Chris? Like the headline was Lutzi's Love Triangle and the photos me, Quentin Tarantino, and Jason Siegel. Are you kidding? I'm like, there's a fucking girl involved. That looks like the three of us are fucking. Like, not there's anything wrong with that, Who but it's just not factual. Who is the girl? Um <laughs> she was an actress, but not famous. So, like every morning she'd wake up at like five AM, like, Oh, what are you doing? And she'd be like, Oh, I'm on the set of CSI Miami. I'm like an extra dead in, the, body. Oh, in the back. She like played dead body. <laughs> she, Tarantino, she dead set, like dated Tarantino at the same oh, time. Man. 
I called bullshit. Then if you watch a lot of movies, like she's in all of Tarantino's right. movies, like in the furry wall scene in um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, she's one of the chicks. Yeah, she goes, sort of goes on her for a bit, and then pans off. She, she's in the, Get Him to the Grave. She's in Django Unchained. Oh, sorry, Get yeah. Him to the Grave. Yeah, yeah. yeah, great movie. She's in Django Unchained when they have that fucking thing, that fight outside the saloon, while she plays a fucking crippled prostitute or something. <laughs> like she, IMDb reads pretty good. <laughs> And yeah, I don't. They just don't say what she does. She just yeah, yeah, honestly, she's, she's played a dead. <laughs> she actually, has played a dead body in Tarantino films. <laughs> I would love to know where you're Wait, located so in all of this in the so back going, corner watching it. So going back, she offered you to basically watch. Yeah, she watched me to Jason. fuck Jason. She wanted me to watch, and so like, it was legit. And she wasn't she just say joking. Did she say that's like a thing? She like said, that. well, I felt like she I felt like she'd done it before. Yeah, that's she said, where, yeah. where I fuck, there's another room where you yeah. can look in. <laughs> was this before OnlyFans had started? Yeah, this is like 2007 oh, right. or something. Well, like 2010 it would have been, yeah. I like Jason Siegel too. So do I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you like watching him fuck as well. Well, you're saying if some bird said that you can watch her fuck T- Tarantino or Jason Siegel, you wouldn't want to do that? I would be right beside you. <laughs> that makes it weird. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why you just get a different hotel room? Sorry, on a different night when you're not there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Me. I'm, I'm not holding uh, your old yeah. fella while we're watching this goddamn. <laughs> so what? What else happened in LA? What? When was this? How long ago was this? It was like 2010 or something. Yeah. Like I remember, I went down to yeah, your LA trip or V8. Wild. Yeah, V8. I went down on a Sunday and got blind and. And I um and I was staying at Ash, who I do the radio with now. I stayed at his place, and I said, "Yeah, I'll go." You know, I stayed out to all hours, and then he was going to drive me to work. And he said, "Dude, you can't work. You're fucking blind." So I just <laughs> stayed in bed and said I was sick. But then, you know, and listeners went, "Yeah, we saw him in a fucking limo at four a.m." Like all these listeners think they're having a gag and being funny, and it's, <laughs> they dob you in. No, they they yeah. don't even mean to. They just dob you in. And um and then the boss said, "Oh, we'll take that contract off the table." And I said, "Oh man, I'm fucking sick of it. I just want to go to LA for a year." And no, and they actually, to their credit, they gave me like fifty grand just to. Live for a year in LA. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shit, that's all right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. He's a cool guy. He was the boss at the time. Did you meet many people? Like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, like um, a mate of mine was doing like all that fucking red carpet sort of beers over there. So you get a you get a fact sh- a sheet every day of all the events on. There's literally like thirty events every day, like red carpet oh. and parties and stuff. So you go to stuff every day. It was actually a really really cool experience. Yeah, but then I had to come home and get back in a radio and everything. So. Yeah, it was wild, actually. Yeah. Did you ever think about jumping into acting? Did you ever yeah, try? Yeah, I actually did. When I was yeah. over there, I thought about acting, and I, I wrote a I wrote a thing which I still haven't pressed go on. I wrote a like I, th- I thought it was going to be a book about this. Um, it was like a, a like a sort of a spoof of young celebrity, like Justin Bieber was just on the scene at that point, and he was like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. So I wrote this book about it's like a. Almost like Anthony Kiedis Scar Tissue. Remember that book? The Red Hot yeah, Chili yeah, Peppers. Yeah, like he wrote this book, book about. I've book. probably read ten books, and that's one of them. Warts and all. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I reckon everyone, yeah. even if you don't read, most people read that book. Um, and it's like warts and all of his life. Well, it's like a spoof of that. It's like a four-year-old that, kid yeah, that right. grew up in Nimbin, and he fucking hitchhiked to Sydney, lived with West Tigers players, won a couple of um, Australian Music Awards, then became a fucking worldwide rock star by the age of four. Yeah, <laughs> and it's Shit. his me- it's his memoirs, and so it's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But it's this little fucking kid. <laughs> it's just it's a fucked up like com- comedy <laughs> yeah. memoirs thing called Lucky Pit Rabbit, and I ha- and I haven't. But I wrote that over there. It was actually really cool. This sounds a bit wanky, but you're fucking prolific in in America. Hey, like you just want to write and yeah. create shit. And I came back here. Like I wrote like ninety percent of that 
in three months and I've spent the last fucking 10 years just finishing it <laughs> in, it Br- in Brisbane. You know what I mean? Where were you like based over there? Obviously, I like I, I rented this. I rented this one bedroom um, apartment in West Hollywood. Wait, I was going to say West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, which is a really cool area. But my mate, I had this mate, James Swanick. He's back living in Brizzy now. And he was like, dude, you fucking got to join the... It was 24-7 was the gym. I was like... Back in this one of the first gyms, like you know, they're everywhere now. You can go there yeah. at fucking three in the morning, whatever. Because mate, Hollywood twenty four seven gym. You are literally on the treadmill. They'll be fucking the penthouse pet of the year next year. Playboy bunnies. Mm. It's like fuck, ten out of ten chicks everywhere. So like, right, I joined twenty four seven West Hollywood. West Hollywood, yeah, which is also gay central. I walk in to the twenty four seven in West Hollywood. It's like the fucking music stopped. The, 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 the village people fucking stopped. Like the fucking vinyl record stopped. Every dude's looked at this guy. I remember I just done the Noosa triathlon, so I was wearing fucking Noosa release these rainbow coloured fucking shoes every year. Yeah. So I'm wearing rainbow shoes. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. There's not one girl there. I'm thinking, what the fuck? And what's he done here? And, and I remember him going, mate, the jacuzzi is like off tap. So I, I go, well, check the jacuzzi, Boy, at the 24-7 no, well, in, in, He's in Hollywood. I'm in West Hollywood. So yeah. I'm in fucking Mardi Gras Central. He's in a different gym. I've, I've joined the wrong gym. So I go, but I go, oh, fuck, maybe all the girls are in the jacuzzi. So I walk down the jacuzzi. It's like a narrow hallway. There's a guy nude with a towel, like, <laughs> drying his back with the towel behind his back. I literally had to go... Sorry, mate. Can you just move your cock so I can get <laughs> so I can get through? I get the jacuzzi. There's four men with hard ons. <laughs> what is that rubbing up on me? It's just wood everywhere. You get in? Did you get in? No, I didn't fucking get in. <laughs> Sauce. <laughs> I walked out and mate, I didn't rent the place in West Hollywood. Okay, <laughs> but it's a nice area. Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not being homophobic yeah. here. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I, there was no girls, and uh, you know you we weren't going to get in the gym with four fucking. You promised a lot more than what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, what you wanted. <laughs> That's was fucking that, funny. That's was, hilarious. Was that book doodle or whatever it was that you said you were that you wrote? Was that based on potentially what you wanted yeah. to be? Well, it was based on some. St- yeah, a lot like, of it was based on stories that have happened to me to or have happened to people I know. Right. Yeah, it was kind of a way to do it without you know writing yeah. a, a sick memoirs that makes me look like a fucking you know lunatic. So can we get it out? Where, can no, we- I've literally. Got, that's what I'm saying. It's just sitting around doing nothing. I'm. I thought since in the time that's passed since then, it probably lends itself to like adult animation or something. Yeah. So honestly, I'm looking at the moment someone who can, if you're a good animator in Brisbane and you're studying that at uni or what, hit me up. Who's that um, that Randy Wanless guy? He does all the stuff for the NRL. Maybe we'll clip this up and send it to him. Yeah. Wanless. What's he doing? Randy Wanless. He does like animation and stuff because he's like funny as... NRL things where he takes the piss out of like Buzz Rothfield and like does all the voiceovers. Oh, for he's on sports bed and stuff oh, like really? that. Yeah, that Randy Wanless yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. Yeah. He talks like real bogan like looking. All oh, right, like not, yeah, he's he's pretty funny. I'll check him out. Some of his his impersonation of Buzz is spot on. Buzz oh. Rothfield, yeah, it's so oh, good. Yeah, and like, yeah, <laughs> I, like I've never done Buzz Rothfield, yeah. but like, the only impersonation I do do is actually Buzz. Now I think of it. Is either mm. John Lang, the who's oh, do you know who that is? Or yeah. it's pretty much it's pretty yeah. much just it's just that it's just pretty much it's pretty much Buzz Rothfield when you break it down. It was Wayne Goss was a former premier like, of Queensland. Same thing. Sound like Kermit. Queensland is moving forward. <laughs> it's like a bunch of old people that you won't even know. Like 
with Susie O'Neill, who's on the show with me, I do her um, her former swim coach was who's dead now. What the fuck was his name? So it's the same voice. It's just he was he was always about <laughs> he wasted calcium ads like you've got to drink more calcium. Kieran Perkins, <laughs> your problem is you haven't got enough calcium in your diet, and it's pretty mu- it's pretty much Buzz, Buzz Rothfield. If you slow it down, that's why Canterbury cannot win the grand final. Oh, that's good. it's pretty much the same voice. It's like Kermit the Frog. It's Kermit the Frog. Yeah. So you're just gonna find someone that sounds like oh. Kermit the Frog. Buzz, Buzz yeah. kind of looks like Cam and the Frog. It's a phenomena, Buzz Rothfield. Yeah. Like, how oh. the fuck is he on television? You like him. I think he's hilarious just because he's good for TV. You know what shits me is like that. There's a bunch of them on Fox now that have become fucking television stars. Like when I was doing radio on like 4BC and doing the footy show on that back in the day, those print guys were so anti-fucking... They'd look at you going, look at you, you fucking broadcast wank. Like, you know, press, yeah, press yeah. journalism's where it's at. <laughs> now they're all fucking on... Like, they're, now they're all out there yeah. on fucking yeah. television. Yeah, tooting their yeah. own horn. Tooting their own horn. Who's that, who's that guy, Dean Ritchie? Yeah, there's another Dean one. Dean Bulldog. All of them. They're all yeah. like hardcore press oh. print guys. Oh. Who's the other one that... Um, he's, there's the Sydney one. He's on 360 as well. Any James Paul, Paul Kent. No, no, James no, Hooper, no. there's like yeah. a million of them. That's actually so Brent true. Reed. Yeah, they're all they all And there's some of them are good guys. Like Crash yeah. Cra- I'm glad that Crash Robert Craddock's on Cra- Crash the back page and stuff like that. Yeah. But he's yeah. an old school. I met all these guys literally sitting in the press booth at the Gabba watching fucking Queensland play WA in a Sheffield Shield game. That's that was where they all they were hardcore print guys tapping yeah. away running paragraphs Who? before, before oh. deadline. Paul Crawley. Paul oh, yeah, Crawley. Paul Crawley. Yeah. Yeah, he's he he, he like Daily Tally or something. Daily yes. Tally, but his, yeah. his brother owns Fox, doesn't he? Or he doesn't oh, he? that's his brother, is it? Is it? I don't oh, know. Steve there, there is a, Yeah, Steve Crawley's oh, like that, one of the head yeah. guys. I think so. Oh, I think okay. they're brothers. Really? Like someone was saying that's the only reason he's on the show. Mm, crawls. He, he loves getting his knickers in and not crawls. Yeah. Big yeah. yeah, I don't like watching those. Sometimes oh. you turn home and it's like fucking just a bunch just of like men having an argument about knee injuries. Kerry O'Keefe. Well, he's, well, and, he's and a different. Crash. He's a different level. Yeah. Kerry O'Keefe's a fucking legend. He's hilarious. Skull. Like he was like oh, um, the first ever. Well, I've, I've been on a couple of TV shows. You probably never even heard of, but the Fat on the ABC was the first. I got this start on this show called The Fat, which was Tony Squires hosted it back in the oh, day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like the back page, but it was uh, a bit, bit more comedy related. It was sport comedy panel show. Yeah, and it was fucking epic. Like this is going. People will know these old names. Like all my com- comedic heroes from. Triple J back in the day, like Mikey Robbins, uh, Tony Squires, a guy called the, the Sandman, Steve Abbott, who used to play yeah. this old fucking character. And all, I was a fan of the show, did a, a pilot for an episode and all of a sudden on the show like yeah, every right. week. And it was just madness with uh, with Squires and those guys. And, and that's where Kerry O'Keefe got his start. Like he was just a washed up fucking ex-cricketer with a yeah. fucking drinking oh. problem through the 90s. <laughs> and Tony Squires plucked him from obscurity and had him, had him on once. And he did, did his stupid fucking laugh. And then yeah, and everyone loved and went, him. holy shit, yeah. this guy's got something. And Kerry O'Keefe became this juggernaut. Yeah. But he's gone to another level, I reckon, in like the last three years. Oh, he's been clever for like... Oh. like he, he's been... Like, I remember going back as far as like... I used to do the MC stuff for the Cricket Australia. Like, I'd be the big screen guy at the cricket tests around the country. Oh, yeah, and nice. And I got to know him there. But I remember going, driving, or getting an Uber or whatever, back from the SCG one day, just flicking on. And he used to go on with this guy called Harsha Bogle, who's this oh, Indian, yeah. fucking legendary Indian yeah. cricket, brilliant guy again. And he was trying to, t- and like, I just, it's the ABC cricket for fuck's sake. Uh, it should not be interesting. But all I, I just remember asking the cabbie to put it on. And the first thing I heard was, Kerry O'Keefe talking to Harsha Bogley, trying to explain to him Eminem lyrics. So it's literally, <laughs> Harsha, lose yourself in the music, the moment. 
<laughs> it's never gonna. And Harsh is like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it, Kerry. No, but Harsh, what, it's, it, what he's saying is, and this went like, and then what he's saying is, as he pushes one down to the offside, there's no, no, uh, there's no increase in the score. Australia's still 422. What he's saying there is that when you lose yourself in the music, okay, okay, I get that. <laughs> In this conversation went for 25 yeah. minutes. That's so good. He he's a, he's a fucking weapon. Oh. There, there's some weapons. Some of those, that, sh- that show on the ABC and the cricket commentary, like Damien Fleming, I reckon, is one of the most underrated he's good. talents yeah. in the country. He is a fucking funny man, yeah. Yeah, Damien Fleming. He does, oh no, he's, he, one's on Channel 7. Is he? Flame does a lot of the 2020 stuff. Yeah. I don't know who he's working for at the moment. I think he's working for Fox. But yeah, he's very you know, good. I've told you this before, who I, I like... Um, on Nova as well, Blackers and um, Tim Black- Blackwell. Tim Blackwell, and then who was the other guy that Marty. was? Marty. Well, he was on with Marty, Marty, Marty and, and, Kate. Ka- and Kate. Yeah, they yeah. were. I used to love that show. Yeah, I, I rate Marty. And he's yeah. all time. Marty Shigo. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's now on Triple M. Triple M. He's been crook actually. He's been off air a bit lately. So has he? Yeah, I hope you yeah. okay. Shout mate. out to you, Marty. Yeah. I rate him as the. He's. I think he's the best radio well, talent in the country. I reckon. Oh. I reckon. Like you said, like he's underrated. Like yeah. he's just funny as. He's, he's, so he's a funny, funny guy, yeah. Marty. And a Tim Blackwell, like, and he's, in a radio sense, they're getting boring. I think he's one of the best in the business as yeah, well. Yeah. 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 Do, do they guy. get you on their shows or nah? Oh, uh, yeah. I, do I'm, you do any, like... They get me on, like, I've done stuff with him at the Olympics or... You know, right. I was in Budapest this year for World Athletics Champs. They get me on when I'm doing that sort of stuff. But yeah. Not that much, to be honest. Who we got beef with? Anyone in the radio that we can have a crack at? Any other stations that are fucking you off? Not really. I, I don't. I don't know. Most of them are actually really cool people. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, We're just trying I, to wind you up. Yeah, in. yeah. No, I'm trying. To, I'm being honest. Like I'm just trying to think of whether I fucking hate anyone in radio. <laughs> I don't listen to much radio, to be honest with you. Like, Why I, would you? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, don't like, I don't think it's that good. Like, if I wasn't doing breakfast radio, I don't think I'd be getting up to listen to any breakfast radio. Can you hang up the boots <laughs> so I can get your job? Yeah, well, if you want. <laughs> How'd you get into it? How'd you <laughs> just get your own the fucking, fucking question? Job. Is that you're yeah. a talented man, mate? Yeah. What are you riding on my fucking demise? <laughs> to get oh, you pass it, baton onto me. I've just gone for a self plug yeah. there, <laughs> just to, just to get him off guard. No, well, you're, you're doing. You, I think you're doing it the right way. Yeah. You know, I'm not, not going to school you. You're a talented young man, but yeah. like, if you want to get in the radio, you do a podcast. How did you get into it originally? And when did you start? Because I, for as long as I remember, you've been on on doing that. Well, I grew up opposite Nudgee College, right at Boondall. Yeah. And there was so you know you used to get those. I don't, even, I don't know if they still exist. The Northside Chronicle was like a yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. The, My local paper. Oh, oh, I used to love that. Remember that? Yeah. So they still go. They still. Do they? Yeah. Fucking hell. Um. So uh, I remember there was a story about the um, uh, the the pick and pay hypermarket at yeah. Aspley had a radio station in the shopping centre just for listeners. Yeah. So like if you if you. Jordan, our mate owns that shopping centre. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, so it's a huge... It's a huge <laughs> cool story, yeah. bro. No, it's a huge shopping centre, yeah. right? And so, and back, and so they used to have a little fucking glass box, like literally the size of where we're sitting now, in the centre of the shop, shopping centre. And if you were shopping there, you, you know, it would just be like, it'd sound like community radio. They'd play music and then, you know, and then there was a red button that you had to stop everything if fucking the guy from the bakery came in and said, oh, there's a half-price hot, hot cross bun to the next half. 20, 20 minutes, you'd um, you'd have to press the red button. Ah, yeah. Shoppers, uh, there's a hot cross bun special for the next half an hour in <laughs> aisle three. So it was kind of rock star, but then it was kind of not because you had to like yeah. stop yeah. everything. It was just volunteer. So I, I, I saw this story in the paper and rang them and said, oh, I'd like to do a sports show for half an hour 
And the, and the guy said, oh, we can't pay you. I said, no, it's all right. I'll just come down. So I started doing a half-hour sports show. I'd ride my Repco Traveller from Boonal to Aspley and do the half-hour sports show. And then I worked out uh, – hang on a sec. There was like – I remember there was like an A4 letterhead with FM88 Hyper Radio, like official you know, official mm, letterhead yeah. if I was going to write a letter. And so I had a typewriter at home. <laughs> He's what? on the typewriter. 100%. So I used to type letters. and On a typewriter? On a typewriter. Mum and Dad had a typewriter because I don't think we had a fucking computer. This is like 1994 or something. Yeah. Um, and I wrote like, dear editor, like to the Brisbane Broncos, I'm the sports editor of FM88 Hyper Radio. I request <laughs> media credentials for the upcoming Broncos season. And I sent that to every sporting organisation. All of a sudden I had fucking press passes to everything. Hectic. Like the Gabba, it's fucking Suncorp, um, fucking everything. It's yeah. that I'm easy. In the press, How old were you? Sitting in the press box. Well, I'd, I'd finished Nudgy the year before. Yeah. So I, I did that and just that's – and then all of a sudden I'm sitting with all the journos and eventually then I met <laughs> Ash Bradnam and the guy from 2UE in Sydney and got a job at 4BC because yeah. they saw me sitting in the press box one day. Yeah, but that's how it all sort of started. That, that happened and then as I was doing that thing at Aspley, a guy said, oh, well, I started doing a rugby league show with North Aspley Devils. Yeah. Uh, they sponsored it, and the guy there, a guy called Ross Hendricks, who was an old halfback, you old man would know. Yeah. Um, he said, "Oh, well, they need someone to um, be the on the the MC in what was called the Centerline Club at the. They've just renamed it the Centerline Club at Suncorp Stadium, big corporate area on the on the western side, and, and everyone would sit and have lunch before the game, and then they'd get a couple of guests up, and I'd interview them. So I was this eighteen year old kid. I was emceeing the fucking Centerline Club." At Suncorp in like, in like in the 90s Yeah like 94 The South Queensland Crushers Were in the NRL Yeah So Crushers games I'd talk to the captain Of the Crushers Before the game And you know I was the MC And I Which I had no background in I fucking Was not Just Was it. not a Larry kid at school I was fucking yeah. An average kid at school <laughs> Quiet Shy And I just was shitting myself But that sort of That's well, wild Fucking sink or swim I had yeah. to do it Yeah And that sort of Kicked everything off Yeah Did you ever fuck up? Or did you oh, I remember the first. I interviewed Wally Lewis the first time, and I was physically shaken. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking yeah, after, yeah. Like next level. Like yeah. the king. But then you just you just had to do it. It was either that yeah. or disgrace yourself. So I just fucking pushed through. And then and then after Waltham, it's not that hard. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. That's 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 sick. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. Yeah, you don't come across as shy or anything. So what the the radio actually brought the confidence out of you. Well, look, Master, I remember, the grog, I remember in, in grade 12 at Nudgee, I remember, this is, again, we're getting all GPS-y. But yeah, like, you come know, on that, now. Uh, it, when you finish grade 11, they name, name the house captains or whatever, and they name me the vice captain. We come back in grade 12, and the captain had fucked off to another school, yeah. the captain of McKenna House, right? And um, I remember sitting there, and the, okay, well, the teacher went, you know, well, David's the vice captain, so he now becomes the captain. And some other kid went, excuse me, um... I don't think he has the confidence to do the war cries <laughs> and be captain. And everyone else went, yeah, yeah, you're right, he hasn't. And the teacher went, yeah, you're probably right. So, what? mate, you, and I sat there like a fucking and did nothing. That's, this, is, this is a good example how shy I was. I think I went, yeah, you're probably right. Get, get someone else to do it. And they gave this other kid the captaincy and I stayed vice captain. The, what, the weasel that was yeah, like. the weasel that fucking did that. <laughs> And I, I just sat there. I imagine that now, but like, get fucked. Yeah. Like, sit a fucking lawyer, you fuckhead. You can't do that. Give me an air. This is bullshit. Give me an I'll show you a walk, right? And you do. You know, can't even I sat there like a pussy and then let the fucking make Adam Healy the fucking captain of McKenna. Still remember his name. Still remember his fucking name. Fuck you. Where's Healy? Fucking Adam Healy. He's like, jack shit. 
I'm doing podcasts on a fucking Sunday afternoon. Swilling forex at the fucking Caxton. Where are you, Adam Healy? <laughs> you fucking jerk. Fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> He's a I hope he's listening. <laughs> fucking jerk. Hope your kid's listening. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dad became nothing. <laughs> Fuck with. <laughs> oh, it's gold. Oh, man. Um, Poor Adam Healy. Yeah. So I was vice captain of fucking McKenna. Oh, yeah, captain, captain for like five seconds. It happened to me twice. It happened to me at Boondall State School. I win the fucking primary vote at Boondall State School to be school captain. And then they go, oh, okay, so that's the primary vote. David's the clear fucking winner over Darren fucking Bird. That little cunt. Can we say that? We probably can't, so we can beat that out. He, and he became more nothing than Adam Healy. I think he's fucking probably dead. <laughs> And, and they went, okay, that's the primary vote. Now we'll vote again for just David and Darren. And they do a fucking vote and somehow Darren wins the second vote. The teacher actually went, are you sure? Because David won the first vote really easily. And I sat there like a fucking pussy again and went, oh, no, it's whatever's ha- whatever everyone wants to do, guys, I'm, ha- I'm easy. Okay, well, Darren Bird's the fucking captain of no- Boondall State School in 1988. I'd love to know what your mum thought when the oh, son is just getting... And he was a little fucking weasel, Bert. Like, <laughs> I was only a little kid. He was shorter than me. He was a little fucking, like, benign little fuck. <laughs> did you he didn't to- even make a fucking speech or... He did nothing. His oh. name's on the fucking honour board. If you're in the north side area, go down to Boondall oh, State School the summer. Just walk into the fucking office. You'll see Darren Bird, 1988 <laughs> fucking school captain. If you had to have a guess what Darren Bird's doing for work these days, could you? Oh, fuck. I, honestly, he was so shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he'd be like a nurse's assistant. <laughs> like something kind of feminine. <laughs> and just useless. Like, Darren, can you just grab that fucking um, piss collector? <laughs> Thanks, babe. Just wash this one out for me too, if you could. Oh, my God. He'd be doing something like shit. Oh, oh, oh I, I, love, I would love to see if we could get like them on Like a veterinary aide. He'd be a veterinary aide. Gavin, can you just go get that fucking um, puppy with... And just bring it over to the fucking... Oh, oh. He could be the one that cleans the, sh- the, the you know, when the dog shitted out yeah. in park or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just got to come along with a shovel and pick that up. Yeah, he'd be up. doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Probably wearing, yeah. Hi. Oh, hi. fucking... Did talk you- about fucking shovels and shit. What did you say the other week about I don't tradies? Know. He tried to G up tradies, saying it was going to be the hottest week Ever in Brisbane. It wasn't, it wasn't that hot. It wasn't well, the on, hottest On the ever. podcast. Yeah, said, yeah, I just wanted said. to give credit to the tradies, and mate. He, you know. And then he kind of goes 180 and starts talking shit about them. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. dangerous ground. And then people, or a few people like messages. Tradies and, come yeah, at yeah, me. Tradies start coming what at you us. What were you saying the, about them? The and then, I don't know, he kind of just flipped it and goes, oh, well, yeah, get the forklift. Nah, the forklift doesn't work, so dig a hole instead. Right. And, then, and then we've listened back to it. Someone goes, do you realise what you just said? Like, forklifts don't dig holes, you fucking idiot. So, oh, so you actually yeah, I fucked up. Factually incorrect. Yeah. No, what I <laughs> and mean. What I what I find funny is about tradies is when you go to a pub, tradies love letting you know that they're a tradie. Well, they wear these days. They're wearing high vis. Well, they're wearing starters. high vis, but they want to tell you how fucking hard their day was yeah, yeah, and yeah. all this shit. So I like you know all our mates are tradies. So I just get stuck into them. But look, I gave credit to tradies, mate. So let's not turn this around. Well, you, like you don't have to sell it to me, mate. I feel like you're gonna <laughs> fucking do some sort of apology I'm on, on air. To I'm tradies. <laughs> What's your I admire tradies greatly, by the way. Yeah. As does sauce over yeah. here, mate. I just sat here 
going, okay, oh. well, you've just thanked them. Sometimes. And then you've just beat them up. Sometimes I just start talking, Lutzy, and I've got no idea what I'm saying. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Which is the a bit la- like The you. last thing I want to do is, you know, filter you in any way. No, no, please but don't. But just if you're going to start trash talking tradies, I understand there, can, there can be repercussions oh. and, we, and we will distance ourselves from you. <laughs> Like you should start have the, like the, the thoughts of Berkey and not those of the fucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, his own thoughts. Yeah, at the top of the show. We do a we do a, a segment legend of the week and knob of the week. Yeah. So my legend of the week was, was tradies. Because yeah. you know, we sit here in aircon and we work our asses off. Yeah. While these bastards they just plug away in yeah. thirty one and No, I'm, yeah, it's, it's undeniably a very difficult job. It's quite emotional, mate, the talking about traders. So yeah. anyway, we'll, Mate, you're the one that's shit canning. You don't try and fucking drag me down in your little this little hole you built with your fucking with your forklift. <laughs> Even I know that forklifts don't make fucking holes. Uh, fucking what was the bloke that we were just talking about? I actually like him. I wouldn't Darren mind. Darren Bird. I want a Darren Bird on to bully he'd be, you. He'd be dead. He's definitely not a fucking tradie, mate. He'd be the worst trader in the world. <laughs> I want Darren Bird on here yeah. just to get stuck into you and see what happens. Mate, there's no... Fucking bring it on. I'm fucking putting me, putting me in the octagon with him. A crushed little fuck. Weasel. weasel. How good of a word weasel. is weasel? Yeah. That's what he was. He was so, a weasel. So it's such a degrading, like... Oh, you, you, fuck. You're not a fucking... Did he, play, did he play footy? No. Oh, no, no, it was like, like you know, it's one of those schools where, you know, Boonville State School. Right. I was only 20 of us in the grades. Yeah, everyone everyone yeah. got a start in the Aussie Rules team. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> no, it was in the grade. Oh, I don't know. There would have been two classes. Yeah, it would have been 20 boys. Yeah, two classes of 30 boys there would have been. So most of those How kids How many are in an AFL team? Oh, oh, 17 no. 18, on the field, I think, yeah. or something like that. But hey, it was probably 15 how or something. Many, um, was spewing him. How many... But I think, da- you know, Darren was... You know, we went off on the fucking bus down to Sandgate footy to play, you know, Norris Road State School. Mm. Darren was one of those kids that stayed back with the girls and played softball. <laughs> no, not even softball. Well, fucking hey. t-ball. Hey. So they're not even a pitcher. The they put a fucking big fat <laughs> yeah. ball four times the size of a cricket ball on top of a fucking tee... <laughs> And then and Darren steps up and it. fucking has an air swing. <laughs> the little weasley little fuck. Darren would be the guy who picks up the the thing that they hold it on nowadays. What? That'd be his job. <laughs> what, he picks up the tea? He picks up the tea. <laughs> he can't even play tea ball. He's the tea picker. Imagine, no. imagine he's a litigation lawyer now yeah. and he fucking... <laughs> <laughs> He'd be licking his lips. He comes at me heavy. He bankrupts me. Oh. oh, I can see that. How many scholars do you reckon came out of your uh, your year at Boondall? Boondall, oh shit, not fuck. I, I don't even know anyone from there actually. Yeah, oh, so one, one fella married the guy, the girl from um, Yatla Pies. Oh, oh yeah, the owner. Great play Glenn yeah. Gear. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's worth money now, old Geary. That's an outstanding. That's pretty cool. Play. He's probably he's probably the shine out success. He'd be a big boy. He'd be. Well, yeah, he wasn't at school. I haven't seen him for a while, yeah. Lenny. But he, 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 so he married her. Uh, Is that the daughter? The daughter. Yeah, you probably know them, do you? Well, I think Steve I mean, knew the, the Steve knew the guy who who started or or was her dad. And apparently she's the one who's made it what it is, the daughter. Oh, wow. So well, she's well, quite intelligent. Geary's a pretty yeah. loose unit, but he yeah. married her somehow. Well, I don't know how fucking, he did it. He hit the jackpot there. He certainly did. Pot, I haven't spoken in years, but last pies time, for days. Last time I saw him was just he was yeah. just smashing piss and, and enjoy, enjoying life. Smashing and piss and pies. <laughs> <laughs> so Geary's the standout success. Fuck, that's sick. Yeah. We had a Rhodes Scholar the year I went through Nudgy. That was in Boondall State School. Who was though. that? Stephen Daly. Oh, yeah. He was school captain. Yeah, right. He was a, you know, a good school captain. Unlike yeah. the other fuckers we've been talking about, <laughs> but they ha- that, again, it's hate to get GPSy, but yeah. the Courier Mail for some reason 
fascinating viewing or, or reading. They mm. released about three years ago, for some reason, the top 30 Nudgee College alumni of all time. Don't you Were say you it. it. Don't you, you say Were it. you in it? And no, I, I, for the life of me, don't no. know, but I fucking made the no. list. And Was it, it in order? It didn't give an order, but it started with like Archbishop fucking Bathersby <laughs> or something. It was numb. I don't think it was in order. And then it was like Pete Murray, Steve Daly, the Rhodes Scholar. Yeah. Um, was there any like rugby? El- Elton Flatley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was like Rocky th- Elson. I think Rocky was O'Connor? in it. There was, like, there was four O'Connor. or five rugby players, a couple of war heroes, a Rhodes Scholar, a couple of war heroes, <laughs> and fucking and, uh, and a D grade radio fucking guy. <laughs> what? And it's the best thing that's ever fucking happened to me. So a, a week later, I had my like 25, 20 year reunion for Nudgy, and I was just an absolute what, fuckwit. What I, was, I was just walking around going, "Did you make the <laughs> the list? You didn't." Well, I had it ready to go on my phone. Like, oh, the, you yeah. didn't make the list. Was there a typo? Do we reckon? There no, wasn't it was another. Like, there was a photo of me. Like they found some photo of me leaning on it, like a sponsored Audi car. So it looked like I was going, going really well, like rich and oh. shit because I had a sponsored Audi at the time. Just, oh my God. Yeah, I'm not, I made it top 30 all time. The college Jeez. is 130 years old. Was Linny on it? Linny made it. Chris Lin, yeah. Linny made it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like a couple of cricketers, Wallabies, War Heroes, Road Scholar, me. And musicians, that's, like Pete that's Murray. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he was also the, full, the first machine fullback. Yeah, he was a good Pete athlete. Murray. Yeah, He was a really good athlete, Pete. Were you? No. Yeah, talk to us about your sporting no. career. Were you in the in the fold at all? No. For the first, I, or? Oh fuck no! I was in the fifths. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Which what was position? on the sting? I was halfback, and then I became a fly half. But yeah, I was well, just that was I, him. Yeah, yeah, I had nothing. He was in the fifths. Oh, I was not in the fifths. At grammar, I, yeah, but the, fifths, the fifths at grammar is like being fucking. The, like, but you know it's wild in, in the thirds at a, per, a Perth school. Fuck's sake! A nudgy fist was. Wasn't that bad? Nudgy fist, Nudgy fist had beat most first. Oh, we first had, remember Nick Rogorski? Yeah, yeah, Gorski. He was in the fifteen C's with me. Yeah, and like three years later, he was in Australian under fucking twenties or yeah. something. He had some pretty good kids. That's playing, that's playing yeah. Well, that's what fifteen C's. Then he played for Queensland. He wasn't even in the first. He didn't was in he the second. Didn't he play for Queen? No, he played for New South Wales. I, I think okay. he played like sevens at least yeah. for Queensland. Maybe Australia. Maybe See, that's like. fucked. He yeah. was in the seconds and ended up being Australian under twenties. That's like Dane Zander. Yeah, you see, on. you see it a bit. Like it happens. Yeah. Dane Zander was here at the Christmas party on Wednesday. Mm. He's playing for the Reds. He was in the second. Was he that yeah. massive unit with Harry, Harry, no, Harry Wilson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate, they call me the ghost of Ross Oval. They're shareholders, by the way. Shout out, boys. This is going to be a fucking. Oh, horrible, this is going to be a horrible it's, story. No, it's, about no, to tell. It's, it's, they call me the ghost of Ross Oval. The ghost of Ross Oval. This, yeah. is, this is true. It's after 2012. They call me the ghost of Ross Oval. So were you in the first at Grammar? Yeah. Were you there? What year? 2012. No. What? Well, I might have been watching. Yeah. I wasn't at school. I fucking yeah, I was asking if you were watching, mate. I wasn't running up against no, you. I was every chance. I went yeah. Off, yeah, I go to a fair yeah. few of the games. You would have seen well, me, mate. The number nine. What, what just were you putting the on an just absolute, Yeah, just putting on a clinic. Just a clinic. Yeah. One they, of those. They, what, they, what was they the beat, score? They beat Nudgy. It was a, oh, fi- it was a final. It was the last So you could play. It, yeah. was, it was undefeated. Unde- but you were fly half for the grammar for nine. Yeah. Nine. It's ridiculous. You look at him now and you go, he was the same. like a brick shit Were you a good athlete? No, he just had a good pass. That's it. Oh, I could run, kick. You can't like if you make a first. You must kick. be. You know, yeah. He could pass. Be a pretty he, good was, he was trying to get stuck in to be saucy, mate. No, I give him credit. It was I was watching. Yeah. Obviously, I played. I played in the seconds. And I, I remember I was like, we were up half. We don't time. want to go down this GPS, you yeah, know. We're yeah. we're half, very and, they, and they beat us somehow. Like first time, like a hundred years. Seconds. And, no, first. Oh, first. Yeah. yeah. 
It was. Were you there? There was the year when the cattle, like ten thousand people, the cows ran rogue at half time. We was, didn't see. Yeah, right. It. I do have some sort of memory of that. Yeah, mm. we had it one in like fifty or sixty years. You can probably imagine. It's like the cattle just disturbed everyone. Mm, yeah, it took you guys off or something. I don't know. Fuck, yeah. Did you win the end up winning the whole thing? Yeah, well, that was the that was, was the, the final. final. Oh, that was like Those both, both undefeated. <laughs> both undefeated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was, it was undefeated coming in. Jeez, last game of the Stupid. season. Stupid. That would have been devastated. Yeah. There, oh. there's, old, there's classic old again. We're going two GPS here, but there's classic old stories when I was there. When you'd go to grandma, this is just bitter old parents telling me this. That mightn't even been true. If, if Nudgy beat grandma at grandma, mm. they, you know, they, you have the after party. They reckon the the grandma. Parents just fucking shut the doors and let's say get the fuck off our property. Oh, really? That's really? what Grammy used to do when they lost on home turf. Wow. What, just that, could be a, that could be a wives' tale, but they, that was a, that's what mum told at me. At Northgate? No, no, no. Because no, 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 the, the, the first used to play at the school. school. Yeah. That would have been a good atmosphere. there. It was actually really good. Yeah. Yeah, State High used to play it at State High as well, which was an interesting ground at the actual school. Yeah. Way better than their fields now where it's like playing yeah. on fucking rock. Is it? State High. Well, yeah, they're out in. Fucking whoop whoop. It's where I, where is it? Tennyson? No, nah. that's, that's terrible. That's a right, we need to get on from this. Let's yeah. let's, let's talk, talk about well, you go. Olympics. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's talk let's about your there. Olympic. Uh, so this is super exciting. Yeah. So like twenty thirty two. Yeah. So nine years from now, the the greatest show on earth's coming to town, and I'll say this from the outset, gentlemen, particularly for you two, and and. You know, not just the podcast. Um, I don't know what else you do outside of this, but I know, obviously, not I know a hell of a lot. <laughs> I'm flat. I'm flat strapped, mate. Well, my point is, the, I'll say this: the greatest show on earth is coming to our hometown in nine years. If you don't find your spot in that, you haven't got a fucking hair on your nut. Like Good. honestly, yeah. fucking start thinking. I'm talking to everyone right now. Start thinking about how you can leverage. The greatest show on earth coming to Brisbane in nine years and make your life better from it because everyone can do it. It's, it's, it's actually, I feel as excited about the Olympics for me as I did when I was 17, 18, just trying to get into media. Like I've, I've got newfound passion for it uh, in every sense. I do a, pod, a podcast. I want to plug another podcast plug on, on a podcast. It a but it's called Toward the Games Brisbane 2032. I do it with Chris Jones, the editor of the Career Mail. And every two weeks we just drop a podcast. We the, the last one, the second last one that dropped was us in LA and Las Vegas. We went over there two and a half weeks ago. The Sphere had an open jet in Las Vegas, which is oh, that, oh, that, that nuts thing yeah. where you 2 has got a residency, residency at the moment. I'm sure most people have seen it online now. We stood outside that and did the first part of our podcast talking about the specifics of what it is, the lighting, the how many seats there are, what it is. It's an, it's an incredible thing. It's, an, it's like you feel like you're walking up to a, a planet. That's yeah. what it looks like. In, it stands out in Las Vegas, for God's sake. Yeah. But the important thing is it only costs $2 billion to, to build. <laughs> but having said that, it's 7,500-seat auditorium, essentially, which is exactly what is we're going to be building at Roma Street Parklands the next nine years, a 17,000, 18,000-seat Madison Square Garden-style arena yeah. at, called Brisbane Live, or whatever they're going to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Harvey Lister's brainchild. Is, is that on top of the, the Roma Street? Well, they're Sh- still working it out, but it'll probably be on top of Roma Street the, across the – the rail tracks, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. like that sort of area. But it's the same, it's the same budget we've got as Sphere. Wow. So that, Build and a then, fucking Sphere 2.0. Yeah. So, like, let's show some imagination around what we're doing with the Olympics. And we went across to Allegiant Stadium and watched a college football game the next day. Uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas play there, at, where, where the NRL that is. That's where they're playing. March yeah. 2 next year. So the Rams play. Same. No, it, Raiders. B- basically the same. Rams play there too. 
Yeah, the the, uh, the Raiders no, play sorry. there. The Rams sorry, Rams are in LA. I'm someone else. Yeah, no, the, the Rams yeah. play at SoFi. So we did, we did three. We went the Sphere, then we did the Allegiant, sixty five thousand seat indoor air conditioned stadium. The Raiders play on real turf, so there's, a, there's actually a real pitch outside of the stadium because the uh, the Raiders play on grass. Mm. College play on synthetic turf. Yeah, switch it out. So the the, well, the outside thing. Comes in on rollers. Oh wow! That's the new thing with stadiums now. Like Tottenham Hotspurs yeah. have got that. Yeah, and it's and it's again, it's the same budget as what we're going to spend on the Gabba. So let's start using our imagination and build something special around the Gabba for the Olympics yeah. instead of just a freaking concrete box, which is a you know. Yeah. Where are they going to play the baseball? At the Olympics. That's a question on well, everyone. If, 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 if the baseball's in the Olympics, it's it's been brought in back in for LA in twenty twenty eight. Uh, and then can they take it out for the yeah, next you, one? Yeah, you can pick Go and choose. Two or three come in. For 2028, which is five years away, obviously, they've brought in five sports, new sports. Mm. Um, flag football. Lacrosse, flag, flag football, football, baseball and softball, uh, cricket. Talk yeah. about five or four easy gold medals that the US are just trying to win there. I mean, well, flag, flag football. Cricket, they're not, they're not cricket, they're cricket. not. But they, lacrosse, lacrosse, lacrosse they're be, current world yeah. champions. They beat Canada in that, so they'll win that. So we can do that for 2032. Well, well cricket's obviously. What a big would you one. bring in for it? What should we Rugby bring lead. in Australia? Oh no, good question. What we're pretty much we're pretty much good at everything else. Yeah, we want to get some easy wins, don't mm. we? Handball. I mean, netball. Yeah, we'll probably we'd probably win. We but we lost to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. What, what do we dominate that isn't an Olympic sport? It'd have to be rugby league. Beer pong. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're taking the piss, but fucking breakdancing's in for Paris yeah. and then it's yeah. out again. That's That's, that's ridiculous. I, I can't believe that 2028, I think Brisbane might be the first Olympics to have e-sports. Really? Like there's a shit ton of billions and billions of dollar industry in America at the moment, e-sports. Um, I can't believe LA didn't include that. Yeah. But I think that Brisbane, will be, the, Brisbane will be the first ones. There'll be some form of e-sports at the Olympics. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, I think that's the future. So you reckon? So we've got the same budget to build an indoor like basketball center as what the sphere is. Sphere is what it costs. Sphere cost two billion dollars. The at, at the moment the budget, and you got to take labor costs. Lots of bullshit into yeah, account, yeah. everything like that here. But um, the the sphere cost two billion. We've got two point five billion dollars. Wow. The federal government's going to spend on Brisbane Live at Roma Street Parklands, and the state government spending two point seven billion dollars on the Gabba. Uh, Legion Stadium in Las Vegas costs, I think, about $2 billion. Then you've got this other fucking behemoth called SoFi Stadium where yeah. the Rams play in Los yeah. Angeles. We went there the day after that and you feel like you're on another fucking planet. That cost $8 billion Australian to build. And I, we flew out the guy that built it, the tech guy, a guy called Scarpy Hedinson, uh, and we had him on the podcast. This guy's a genius. Um, he's built. They've built something there which is like you stand in it thinking you're on fucking Mars. It feels like... Aliens built it. It's not like any stadium, any... I get fucking chills just talking about it now. Like, it is a phenomenal experience. Google's... If you get a chance today, Google Sci-Fi Stadium. Have a look at the donut yeah. screen yeah. they have I saw it. Kurt Capel put a photo up. Kurt was there and, during the week. And he was with Jesse Arthurs, and they put yep. up a photo of them on the field. Yeah. And there was that, like, it's media... A, it's a donut yeah. shaped... That runs longer than the field. Got all the scores but and like the video. So it's hard to explain. Again, the easiest thing to do is just quickly Google it now and have yeah. a look. But it's like, so if you're sitting high in the stand, you're looking at the outside of the donut. If you're sitting down on the grass you know, near, the, near the field, you, the inside. you look at the inside. Yeah. From the, so every seat in the house has this ridiculous It's like a halo. Screen. It's like a halo. halo. That's, yeah. what, that's what they yeah. actually call it. They call it the halo. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't believe that we have, for 
the Rome Street Parklands two point five billion dollars yeah, to spend on something. Yep. The feds, yeah. are, the feds, so they, they end up splitting it because there's going to be a fight over state and federal with the, all the funding. Yeah. So the feds are looking after that one. State government's um, doing the GABA. What, are they, what do you reckon they'll bill. do to the GABA for that much? They'll make it bigger. Well, this is the question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you the not fo- want to make anything like Suncorp? The footprint. Can we, can we fucking, can we rent our Suncorp, please? Well, they keep talking about a roof for yeah. Suncorp. That'd be good for concerts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, Suncorp's, I think, a spectacular yeah, don't square change, stadium. Yeah. But I mean... You know, the, the, the key is, like, future-proofing these stadiums. That's what this Scarpy Hedinson did with SoFi. Like, he built the cables under it. He said when the Rams won the NFL, the um, Super, Bowl. Super Bowl a couple of years ago yeah. at SoFi, he, he took a photo, you know, as everyone did in the winning moment, and he checked his Wi-Fi. There was two gigabytes per second of Wi-Fi for everyone at the stadium. So you can essentially, you know, you've, it's, it's like on, on every level – it's tech that they've future proofed it. So the future is not, for instance, when we have a big game down here at Suncorp, the, the broadcast trucks roll in and yeah. the whole shit show like that. What it should be, if we if we build the Gabba right, is the cameras rock up and plug into the wall. Yeah, right. And it all goes back. Every stadium in Brisbane uh, is linked by a central hub in some fucking high rise in the city or whatever. Mm. And all the tech goes through that. So there's no broadcast vans. It's just a hook in and go situation. Yeah. So it's a bunch of shit like that. It's it's really interesting, and that's Absolutely. why we're trying to tell the pollies about that at the moment. Yeah, what are they doing with um, Albion Park and Crosby there? So it, brothers it, initially, the, the the report initially was quite a big thing. They were going to move brothers to where the uh, Harnison yeah. Greyhound track is now. So the Harnison Greyhound track is going to go. God, it's going to end yeah. up fucking Ormo or something. It's it's, it's gone. Uh, but brothers are staying where it is at the moment. They're going to build a. Uh, a, a, a sport Paralympic and Olympics venue sort of a, a smaller basketball style right. kind of multi-purpose indoor facility where the Albion Park um, racetrack yeah. is right now so brothers will stay where it is Alan Butterfield will stay where it is um, there might be some upgrades around that I heard they were doing AB field up at the yeah because yeah. a lot of the, the point is like it's all good and well to re- redo the Gabba there's going to be no cricket Mm. Yeah, well, we won't have a fucking cricket test until twenty thirty three. Like yeah. when they once they start doing the Gabba, which is in two and a half years, I start building that. Where the fuck's cricket going? We, we won't get a well, test well, match here. Yeah, that's fine. And then where the fuck the Lions going to play yeah. as a second? Well, part? yeah, I heard the AFL CEOs considering trying to find some space to build an upgrade <laughs> for the Lions while they don't have a stadium. Well, see, it's all uh, what. At the moment, what's going to happen is it won't be at Springfield. They won't go to the coast. Like that's that'll kill the mm. franchise, taking Brisbane out of there for the next seven or eight years. The, the way the politics of it sits at the moment, RNA Showgrounds is back yes. on the map. Jesus that they'll do. They'll, they'll, that's they'll, nice. They'll I redevelop, love that. and the Lions will probably play yeah. there. The fact that cricket is now back in the Olympics gives political weight to redeveloping AB Field and RNA. That gives a because the government's got to have a purpose for just fucking doing all this shit. So cricket being at the Olympics will probably help now build a home for cricket. Fuck, other I'm than g up. I'm so g'd up I'm, by this. You, you, this I, is so good. It's so good. Like, it's so fucking. So if, much we, if we get it right, it'll yeah. make Brisbane truly one of the great places in the world to live. Fucking nice. We're plugging the shit out of the Olympic City on this podcast. That's what we call it. We it's call the Olympic City. City. It's the Olympic yeah. City. I fucking love. Yeah. And I'll tell you what happens. People say to me. If I start to make the podcast and some people go, "Well, oh God, you started a bit early, aren't you? It's nine years out. I literally walk away from them. I can't even have a fucking, up I can't even have a fucking conversation <laughs> with you if yeah. that's where your mindset is. Yeah. Like, grow the fuck it's up. probably yeah. Darren Bird. Darren that. Bird, fuck. <laughs> so they're going, that's, oh, what no, the fuck's he talking about? That's Darren Bird before? mentality. Just scoop up your shit, Darren, and fuck <laughs> off. Pick up your fucking tea. <laughs> 
Aren't you wanting to get you so you want to get on the Olympic committee? Is that what you're trying to do? Well, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Can we be but your you know junior advisor? Can we pl- what, what, what I'm yeah. saying is I, I'm, I'm so fucking invested in it the same way when I was 18, 19, I went down the fucking hype market and just thought, you know what? Yeah. What can possibly go wrong if I just start talking shit on this microphone? It'll manifest into something good for me. Oh, we I'm, love that. Because I'm fucking yeah. passionate. Yeah. And it's exactly... I don't know what I'm going to be... You know what? I want to be... As you influential as I, I want to be in, as influential as I can be on making this fucking Olympic Games sensational. Yes. So wh- whatever role I can play, I don't want a fucking job. I actually don't. I just want to fucking be an influencer for the Olympic Games. Yeah. Whatever you that, whatever that means. Do you? Where does this like passion for the Olympics come from? You? Have you always had it? I like think when like, you were younger, you watched like because you're not an athlete, are you? No, I was a no. shit athlete. But you know what? I was sitting again. Was back to Nudgy, but I remember sitting there a guy called Peter Crop, who was the Croppy, who I was speaking to Croppy, last Croppy week. Croppy taught me. Yeah. So he was, a, was he, a man. He was the athletics guy, and I remember. They made an announcement at in Ryan Hall, one of the one of the places at Nudgy during the lunch break. You could watch the Wood Athletics Championships. I remember sitting there. He put it on the big screen, a replay of the night before, whatever, and thinking, "Fuck, look at that!" I was like athletics, I loved st- packed stadium. And then my career has kind of just pushed me without even knowing it into on-field MC roles with Cricket Australia and the Wallabies. I've worked Olympics and Commonwealth Games as the you know the guy on the field or the, you know the guy on the the voice of the stadium. That sort of shit's been this sort of side hustle I've had for the last twenty years with a, a Australian company called Great Big Events, who are the world leaders in everything you see and hear at stadiums. So like they'll do like Wallabies, everything you see at Suncorp is usually great big events. Yeah. This amazing guy called um, Greg Bowman from Sydney that's just genius that uh, that is a world leader in fucking big screen technology and, you know, all that entertainment, sports entertainment. So I work with him and just through doing that and then radio and then I've reignited lately my passion for travelling to major events. Went to Eugene, Oregon for the World Athletics Champs last Mm. year. Went to Budapest this year for World Athletics Championships. All of that is kind of, it's it's sport, but it's also fucking the entertainment and showbiz of sport and how how we absorb sport over the next yeah. 10 years is the stadium experience going to be the same in 2032 is it now we have fucking devices or glasses where we're getting more information or are we hearing things differently are we seeing it differently like is there a second and third level of inter- interaction with the audience are we are we buying tickets to the opening ceremony in augmented reality sitting in our fucking lounges here next to augmented fucking Usain Bolt uh, are we <laughs> You know, this is the techn- where the technology is at. Like, Apple just released those glasses. That Scarpy Hedinson from the LA Rams said, within 10 years, you'll be buying tickets where you can be on the fucking head. You can be in lane four, running the 100 metres through the eyes of the fucking guy in lane four in the 100 metres at, at the world at the Olympic Games. What? You know, you, could, you could be standing in the middle of the fucking field watching the hammer throw go over your head or fucking standing at the net watching the tennis. Like, how we... Does that mean someone has to stand there and do that? No, it's like they already do it in some stadiums where they just have multi-cameras. And yeah. They already exist, but the motion, the live live motion of it is the next step they've got to get right. Because at the moment it doesn't quite look yeah. right. Yeah. But that, that, those Apple released those glasses whenever that was in June. That's the text there. That's the first software application of that technology, which will lead to a, a billion different you know, things that we can do as far as sports and, Jeez, and entertainment. That's, that's exciting. That's wild. The sphere, the technology is already there at the sphere. They're not using it for some fucking laser audio thing where, for instance, if I've got like a a laser pointer, you know, I can shine a red red light on your chest Mm. right now, whatever. They can do that with audio now where if we're all sitting at the sphere and there's some fucking TED talk on down there, whatever, Mm. um, I could be sitting right next to you, Berkey. I'm listening to Spanish. You're listening to fucking uh, German. You're listening to English. 
And you haven't got headphones on. There's nothing. It's just like the laser fucking points. Out. This in, invisible laser can put different audio into my brain than it is to your brain. Nah. <laughs> there's shit out there which is in the next 10 years going to blow your mind. So the, the question is, is that necessarily a good thing? Because are we losing the raw brilliance of sport? Yeah. 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 Are we going to be sitting there with fucking headsets on and yeah. Com- yeah, completely yeah. lost in that energy? I'm, the whole time I've been talking about this, I'm looking at that great photo, whatever that is. That's What's that? That's Millennium Stadium. Millennium Stadium. Wales. Like that great stadium experience where it, you, you can have too many layers on mm. it and forget just the raw power of being at a live sport event. Well, so how do you get that mixture right? It's going to yeah. be a really interesting conversation over the next decade. It's fucking exciting, it, I, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and then that's just one of a million different roads you can go down with what the Olympics when, could bring. When you I'm going six about, to midnight yeah. listening to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's when when cool. you were talking about all the development and like the stadiums and the potential for Brisbane to sort of like become that next level of, you know, just brilliance. Yep. That, that's fucked. Like w- when you really think about it, what when, what are we missing here in Brisbane? Like how, what have we got? The Gabba, we've got... Suncorp, yeah. Like to have those other stadiums and have that much capacity to hold sport and do different sporting events and stuff is just wild. And in new swimming pool as well, or do we? That's, that's, that's yeah. the thing, Dewey, right? Like one, I went it? to I went to Vegas. Car- Car- what is it? There was a thing called the I- Yeah. Oh, Chandler. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I talked to Susie Anil a bit about this. She doesn't think we need a custom built. Upgraded. Swimming pool because what you don't want is these white elephants after the Olympics yes. finish. Yeah. Like I, did, I went to the there's a thing called the ISL, the International Swim League, a few years ago in Vegas. They just dropped in a pool at the MGM Grand. So the, the point would be week one of the swimming at this, this fucking thing we're building at Roma Street, we drop in a pool and rip the thing out or just put a basketball yeah, court okay. over it. Week two, we play basketball there. It probably makes more sense. But there are, uh, there yeah, are people saying works. we need a swing pool and it's a, you know. Swimming fans would say, "Come on, let's build a great new it's swing facility." It's not big enough. But who the fuck? Like the biggest swing crowd we have is fucking. I hate to say it, GPS Sport. Yeah, like, you are. Are, they, are you trying to get on the GPS no, like, committee? No, what, what I'm saying is, school sport yes, is the yes, biggest crowd you get is, for swimming. For sure. Brizzy, yeah. People are probably ha- going to hate on me for saying yeah. that. When the fuck do you? But it would be grab the kids and go to a swimming. <laughs> Like, like honestly, it's a, so. Do, you, do we really need? No, nah, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the, the key word is imagination mm. like we've got to have imagination what we do with the olympics and there's a danger that just gets lost in political fucking rhetoric and we lose that element yeah we can we can you know australia can sydney showed in 2000 we can run a, a, a great game well, even the even the women's world cup was like they were saying that back on the back of that the australian women's soccer world cup they're saying we're going to get the men's one soon hopefully because it was that, so it, was run that well, because, it was run that well. Because of the Olympics, we'll now get a lot of events. Like it makes yeah. sense for we've got the infrastructure. Yeah, did FIFA. They, did for they just think the World like, Athletics Champs will be here probably twenty twenty nine or something like that? You yeah. know, we'll get a lot of gigs. Do they honestly think like we're incapable of doing it? Like, is it you know? It's not. Like a, why is it taken so long for us to sort of get center stage? What you mean with the Olympics? Yeah. Well, I mean, we had Sydney. Like we had Sydney. I know it's Melbourne twenty. 50, yeah, it's going to be thirty two years yeah. difference, but. I don't know. The reality is that, yeah, it's like, like no one else wanted it. That's yeah. the other thing. The Olympics has completely changed now where it's fucking hard to run the Olympics. It and be, you're right, yeah, there's all these big stadiums if they're not. Yeah, so they call it the new norm. So they, they want it to be sort of, you know, like costs, like almost, you know, not cost anything is yeah. ideally what you want. So how do you do that? You've got to use exist, existing infrastructure and yeah. use what you've got. Because Brazil fucked up, eh? And so did South yeah. Africa. South Africa did big time too. Not with the World Cup. Cool. No, I don't think they no, did have, no, the have the Olympics. Brazil. No, oh, yeah, Brazil. with the World Cup. Yeah, yeah it was the World soccer Cup. World Cup. So I mean, I don't know. It's it's you've just got. For me, it's you know, 
the other point is, what, what are you building that's going to be the, the, the legacy of it? So the mm. Gabba's a fucking dinosaur. We're already yeah. losing test match. We're not, we don't get any gigs now. We're the worst stadium in the country. Adelaide's a better experience. Perth has a better experience. So Brisbane needs a new fucking Gabba. Mm. And we yeah. sit there going, what about people go, oh, hang on, why don't we fucking build more hospitals? Or, Fuck, I don't care about that, right? <laughs> not my fucking problem. Like, sport can fucking build a community. We need, yes. we need great sporting venues. It, it brings a community together. Sport's fucking important. Yeah, it is. All right? Okay, so hey, hospitals, hey. different fucking category. Yeah. yeah. Like, fucking we'll Darren, talk Darren about Bird can fucking Anna, Anna, <laughs> Anastasia built that fucking big COVID center out in Thingo. That was, they can build a hospital on top of that. Yeah. Exactly. You know what you said to me, what I, I remember you said when, uh, when the Broncos are going well, the city's going well. Yeah. And it's so true. So yeah. when sport is going well, everyone's fucking happy. So many other industries benefit from it. Absolutely. Fucking every, it's why it's the best. Yeah. Every, it's, everything goes well off the back of sport. Well, this like and it's just, you know, you want to fucking, you work up to work fucking yeah. smiling. And, 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 if you, wanna, and, if you just um, want to break it down well, just to that, yeah. it makes people happier. Yes. Who else said it? That oh, Who's that guy? He, I can't, I can't remember, I even think of his name. He has like glasses. Andy Denton. Andy, Andrew Denton. Andrew Denton, yeah. Yep. He said sport. In, in when you think about it, is the most meaningful but meaningless thing in the world. Mm. He said, at the end of the day, like, who gives a f- like, what, what, nothing changes if you win or lose. Yeah. Like, when you really think about it, but then at the end of the day, it's so important from what I just said on yeah. the back of that. Yeah. Like, it would stir, it's emotional. Yeah. Again, it's, it, it's, it's, a collective. It's he's like, a big South Sydney rabbit. Yeah, Andrew Dan, he's a, he yeah. was a great, uh, he was a he great TV guy on the ABC. Yeah. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, yeah, oh, don't, get me, no don't get me started on sport, mate. I'm, I'm obsessed. But it's yeah. like, yeah, but it's what you're saying. And, and I kind of, I've started as a sports channel. These days I'd consider myself more as a sport as life is an important thing. I love going to sport. I don't necessarily fucking know the stats and I'm not fucking balls deep in fucking, you know, how many fucking yards fucking Payne Haas made today. Yeah, no, need, But no, I just not. enjoy the... What sport brings yeah. when it brings people together, the conversations it creates, as you said, the, the offshoot into a million different areas like pubs and like a million different things. Someone, it, can, it can change a city. Yeah, someone who's like a taxi driver was like when when yep. sports are on, like the taxis are busy, yeah. Ubers are busy, yeah, like food places are busy, yeah. you know, yeah, everything's going well, yeah, and it's so true. Like you see it literally just from the Broncos, yeah, and it's just it's an important, it's fucked, it's like it's so important to so many small things that people don't realise and it shits me when people like yeah. so many people like bag fucking footy and like it's like fuck up and I know. said to, and I fucking I know it's really, grow it's, up. I thought it's, there it's was going to be a tear like, grow the yeah. fuck up and, and, I, and I've and I'm kind of good in my position where I'm not fucking employed by anyone so I can kind of say what I want I said it to the Prime Minister at the NRL Grand Final I said to the Premier I said you have to fucking make let people in Brisbane understand Let's say there's two and a half mi- million people in Brisbane, something like that. In Queensland, there's like fucking six million, whatever. Each and every one of them has to fucking buy into these Olympics. You've got to feel like they're a part of it and they can actually feel like they can do something or be part of that journey over the next nine years. You need to get if, on if that you, board if, ASAP. If, if you do that... I'm, I'm getting fucking yeah. G'd up. You need to get on this board <laughs> Seriously, ASAP. I, I, wrote a thing, I wrote a thing for the career mail saying, in the opening line was, my name's David Luttrell. I'm a part owner of the 2032 Olympics. And... <laughs> Because I fucking am. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. There's six million other fucking part oh, ownerships well. for Queenslanders. I'm a part owner too, actually. You're a part owner, Berkey. Yeah. I'm a shareholder. You're a fucking shareholder yeah. as well. You're a shareholder. Buy in. Find your fucking buy in yeah. to the Olympic Games and start getting fucking excited. Yeah. If I could fuck the Brisbane 32 Olympic Games, <laughs> I would. I With would, no condom as well. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I don't know where to take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to go to the fucking basketball, so we need to wrap this up. We're going to see I, the mighty Brisbane Bullets. Can, I, can we quickly do the belt bender beer? Oh, yeah, go for it. So when we get a, when we get a, um, a guest on, we do belt bender beer, right? So I'm going to give you three so names. It's, it's like fuck, Mary kill, basically. You oh, got yeah, me, okay, belt yeah, bender beer. Now I did that, by the way, fuck Mary Kill. I did yesterday with three brothers, my mate Al Stevenson, his two brothers. But I did it on them, so they had to fuck Mary or kill what? either themselves or one of their two brothers. Oh, like to play a game with someone that game when they're in the game. So like Al Stevenson, he had to fuck someone, marry someone, kill someone. So he killed his brother Nick. What? He said he'd marry his other brother, Chris, did he, and he'd fuck himself. Did he explain why? Well, nah. it's, well, no, no, I, no, he didn't. But it's you a fucked up <laughs> game to play when that, when you, that person's in the game. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> right, right, well, I'm just going to go with a Broncos theme for this one. Yep. All right. So I'm thinking Reynolds. So it's right. fuck Mary Kill. No, yeah. well, belt bend a beer. So you who would you rather belt? Who would you belt? Who would you get on a beer with? So I'm going to give you three names. All right. So we got Reynolds, Walshy, and Paddy Carrigan. I definitely have a bend with Adam Reynolds. I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> I actually what? did it after the GM. grand fight. Well, yeah, we've got a bit of intel. So I, did it, I did the other Mate. night actually. Yeah, what was the story with that? Well, yeah, we actually. Yeah, yeah can we talk about that? We all right. Here we go. Now I had work. You know, I uh, I had a conversation with Reno after the GF. We did a we did a potty with him, right? We did uh, on their Mad Monday when they were up here. Yeah, and we weren't allowed to on the Monday to air it. Yeah, yeah. on the Monday. Game was, so the game, game was, was Sunday. Game was Sunday. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I I was drinking with them until six a.m. So, so we heard. So don't worry. We got and then went straight to the airport and came here. I caught wind. Well, Reno told me, or maybe. Oats, he told me he said that you were chatting up a mascot or might have gone home with a mascot. <laughs> Can Who you the fuck told you that? Okay, we Oatsy. heard it from like two what, people. Oatsy. Oatsy. No, Oatsy or Reno. That, there was multiple. There was like, multiple yeah. sources because they said, I was like, who are you still kicking on with? And they were like, Lutzy was in the sheds with us. And then there was whispers that Lutzy last, was running last, a line at the mascot. With the mascot. Well, was it a cheerleader? I don't know. I'm, Balls in your I'm court, not even Lutz. fucking with you. I'm trying to. I'm what, what the fuck they are talking about? We were sitting around a table till six a.m. at the hotel. It was Reynolds, Kevy was there for the, a lot of it. Oatsy, Katoni. There was like, there was like a girl and a guy there. I, actually, I don't know where this. I is don't. I know. I remember cracking onto a fucking mascot, but I was blind. Were you trying to fuck Buck? <laughs> Maybe like the person that dresses up as Buck, but I don't remember. I actually don't remember trying to fuck anyone. I actually don't. Because I'd been drinking. Like I'd, I went to AFL into NRL. I flew to Melbourne. Oh, did you go to both? You did a double. So I did yeah. like 6am with the team, both See? teams. Like a fucking psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. No, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not lying. Like I don't remember trying to fuck a mascot. <laughs> That's all good. We can. That's all so can we're going to go with Carrigan, Walsh, well, I don't want to belt either. I think they're all great. I'll, be, I'll belt Carrigan because he's a filthy fucking terrorist boy. <laughs> but I, don't, I, don't actually don't, I don't actually know you're a fuck. But yeah. Yeah, that, I'll do that. And I'll have a beer with Walsh. Yeah, beer with Walsh. He, he, he really impresses me, Reese Walsh. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then we'll do one from the Lions. So we'll go... Zorko. Dane Zorko, okay. We'll go Dane Zorko, Lockie Neal and... Rainer. 
Tommy Rayner. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you were going to say Charlie Cameron. Well, I oh, knew. Oh, no, we've got to get him oh, in well, there. I had a yeah. feeling you were already going to go on a bender. Hey, Charlie. I've, done, I've done benders yeah. with Charlie. Yeah. He's fucking, he's a rip snorter. He loves his <laughs> league, which I fucking love. Yeah. Now, I, Cam, I, he'd be 100% be bender, Charlie. Uh, Zork. Belt? Uh, who was the other two? Belt? Zork, Zork, and who's the third? And, uh, well, Cam like Rayner. Or well, I don't know Cam Rayner that well, so I'd belt him. <laughs> <laughs> I know him, but I'm like, I don't, I'm, yeah, he's a lovely guy. Oh, it was yeah. Lockie Neal. You've got Lockie oh. Neal or Nova, don't you? I like Lockie. I'd have a beer with Lockie because I know him pretty well, but I still haven't had enough beers with him yet. I yeah. actually want to. Does he wait. have a crack? Fucking with does. Yeah, yeah no, he's, yeah. he has a red hot go. He's a great guy, Lockie. And I'd, I'd just belt whoever the third person is that I don't yeah, really know well, them that well. Cam Rayner was up here. They had their. Mad Monday on the Sunday, the silly Sunday here. Well, they were both here. Weren't they? I remember seeing photos of both, both here. Them. Yeah, and they were up here, and Cam Rayner was at the bar. I don't really know. I don't watch a lot of AFL, but he was up. He's a lovely bloke. Cam no, Rayner. no, he's he a, was, he uh, again. I don't like know him real well. And but I was like, and apparently, again, I don't know enough about AFL, but they reckon he's a fucking gun. Mm. Yeah, didn't he get injured this year? No, no, he was good. Who got injured? The young kid. Oh, I was at the game, but I don't even fucking know. No, it was Ashcroft. Yeah. Will Ashcroft, young uh, fella. Not at the game, throughout the season. Yeah. I will say, I don't know if he listens, but Reese Matheson, who was part of the team, I think has been, I think, think he's there next year, might have been delisted or something. So best of luck to Reese Matheson. Really? He's, he's, he's drank here before. Absolute legend. He's, oh, I've seen him. I think he's dating, um, fuck, who's he's he? He's a lovely guy. Who's he dating? What do they call him? What's his nickname? Uh, no, the, it's the, like the beast or something. Like yeah, or like the, the meteor or like. Yeah, they call him the fucking. Uh, the comet. It's something real tough to me. Yeah, it's, it's a cool. Like it's, it's better than the sauce. Yeah. And, and, and someone else gave it to him, which is even better. Fuck. What the barometer? The barometer. The barometer. I don't even know what the fuck it means, yeah, but it means he, it means he's a weapon. Yeah. But he's been, uh, yeah. I wish that. Yeah. I'm gonna miss him. But hopefully he picks up another gig. Have somewhere. you beaten uh, Susie and smarter than Suze? Like, is she actually smart or what's the well, backdrop? The there? other day, she's pretty. She's pretty cluey. Yeah. Or like, she's, she's just like, clu- every, she everyone in her family on both sides, her husband's side and her side's a doctor, except her in some weird way. Susie O'Neill's like the black sheep of the family. Or but she's, she's, a, she's an Olympic hero. I know, but she feels like she's let the team down because she hasn't got a fucking medical degree. <laughs> she's she, like, Susie's an absolute enigma. I love yeah. her so much, but I don't understand her. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why I love her. Because I just like, I looked at her and go, are you taking the fucking, like, I still don't understand whether she's taking the piss. Because she's smart, but she, so she, she'll say something to you and then just, you know, oh, did you go to that thing? That, oh, okay. Like, what the fuck, what do you mean? Like, you know, I don't understand what she says to you. Have they you know ever I mean? asked she, you to do it? Are you uh, smarter than Lutzi yeah, or they just be giving away cash for when free she's, <laughs> When she's sick, I've, I've done it and I've won once. But the last time I did it, I got zero out of five. I, was, I think I was hungover. I was, I was fucking hopeless. You can be exposed on that, eh? It's yeah, I was going to say. Well, I, I listened to the one, I dropped Mrs. Off in the city and that was like the, the thespian one. It was like, what was that? Yeah. She won. She beat. It was, it was like a, it was a nudgy teacher. It was the nudgy teacher. Yeah, what the nudgy PE yeah. teacher? Yeah, uh, and she was calling it like eight twenty, and I'm like, isn't yeah? Why aren't you in like, fucking why class? Why are you at PC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point actually. Yeah, yeah there's something about thespians. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, which makes, I don't listen. Like, I'd listen. When, when I listen. I don't wake up at that. Whenever we say th- like, yeah. I don't very often. About six months ago, the boss from Sydney I was like, just try and bring the smart down a little bit. I'm trying to get kids in the car and that. So I'm like, oh, right, hey. Can I hit thespian? I just immediately go to some sort of lesbian joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, <but you> got, <laughs> so well, it's like an actor. You know, it's What's just another name pathetic, for it? But yeah, fart jokes, dick jokes, they're yeah. funny. <laughs> like, All right. Like, fuck it. I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I'm doing fucking Brisbane radio. Let me do fucking dick jokes. <laughs> 
you know, like fucking grow up. These kids, so these, we need to teach kids. these kids to grow up. Yeah. Exactly. Like fucking hard. Uncle up. Watsy. Yeah. And if you're a parent and like, you know, like, oh, mate, you fucking said dick at 8.15. I had little fucking Kevin in the background. <laughs> you know, taking Kevin's got his cock grade, out grade, grade three at fucking Nudgy. And you're fucking like, well, if you're, if you're like fucking shit of a dad, it'd be what's you can't it'd be fucking what's sort that out with it'd be what's his name. fucking Darren Bird. Go, oh, fucking put on 4KQ, mate. He just said, he just said anus. <laughs> He just did a Uranus joke. I'm so sorry, Kevy. <laughs> Lock your ears, little Kevy. Kevy Bird. Okay. Surely you uh, don't get hate mail. We don't use that language, do we? Yeah, have Kevy. you ever got hate mail? Yes. Do people, oh, people fucking hate on not, not all the time. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, someone literally said to me. Inboxed, someone, or? someone's literally some oh, it's always women good. middle-aged women just uh. fucking go me like I, i'll go to the races i go out of my way just to you know invite some fucking 25 year old girl just so i can watch these fucking middle-aged fucking shitheads at the races just look at me with disdain going you fucking filthy you old i love it I just, and I, I go out of my way to walk past someone just like i had some chick at the head eagle farm three weeks south of it this chick was looking at me. I just—it was like race four. I thought I'm just gonna fucking pash this chick <laughs> just to fuck her off. I'm pashing the chick as I'm looking at this fucking fifty-five-year-old fucking hag. <laughs> <laughs> I had eye contact with her oh. as I'm pashing this chick. Think, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Like, actually go fuck yourself. You just, you just necked on without a spite. The yeah, race four. It's like 20 past two in the afternoon. Do the you- fucking Caulfield Cup's still half an hour away. I'm pashing on. <laughs> and I fucking love it. I fucking love it. And, that's, and you know what? It's it's. I know this is ridiculous, but that is the same as the fucking passion I got for the Olympics. Just, yeah. just fuck off. Let's do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like fucking do what you want. Yeah, fucking oath. Oh. Do you take the 25-year-olds because they're easy on the eyes or because well, the yes. 40-year-olds yeah. don't want to come with you? <laughs> oh, 40-year-olds fucking hate me. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. And 25-year-olds like free tickets to shit. <laughs> and, and they're also hotter. Like, but, but like, then a fucking, this fame 50, 55-year-old's friend will literally come up to me in front of the 25 oh. and go, what are you doing with this young woman? Like, what, like why don't you have someone your own age? Mind your own I, I fucking business. I say, have a fucking look at you. Like, why the fuck would I bring you or one of your fucking frumpy friends? You know? When I could bring when this I can bring this chick. Like, fucking hell. Have you seen her OnlyFans? Oh, holy fuck. Like, why the fuck? I'm a single guy. Why the fuck would I bring you to the races? <laughs> like it makes no fucking sense. If I wanted a the grandma, if I, if I wanted a fucking divorced grandmother, I'd go Darren Bird's missus. <laughs> widow, oh. Darren Bird's widow. Fuck, oh, I, I hope you. I hate Darren Bird, but oh. you fucked his missus. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate. And the, oh. and the tennis courts at Boondorf. <laughs> tennis court. I don't even have a tennis court. You know, <laughs> Oh man! Oh, so oh. is that why? So we can expect you to be with twenty-five-year-olds and don't be alarmed. Well, so fucking yes! Like well, again, why would I? Why would you be with the forty the to fifty-year-old? It's, like, it's like if I've got. Why would I? Not, I need to like, go to the races. If I got a million dollars, like what? And I'm fucking sixty years of age. <laughs> why am I driving a fucking beaten-up Datsun fucking one eighty B from fucking nineteen seventy-four when I can afford a fucking <laughs> I don't know some hot-looking fucking car? 
Like it's it's delusional. I couldn't agree. That's more, the greatest, where that's where a in the rule book do I have to fucking find a frumpy fifty five year old? Like, <laughs> I can't actually it. think about how ridiculous that fucking is. Like why? I can't believe oh. they give you salty fucking oh. attitude. Some chick. It's not just like but grow up. But honestly, say grow up. Can you read it? Mind your own business. Especially grow up. But I'll fucking yeah. I mean, Try. why are you investing in my fucking life? Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. What yeah, well, they, I, I can read it. It's literally grow well, up. Why is why is why is who I date your concern? Are you jealous? Yeah, yeah it's just like it pisses them off. It's hilarious. <laughs> and that's why I do it. <laughs> and that's why I do it. I don't know, no point in finding it. All, all she says are you is looking for up. love or are you just happy with where you're at right now? <laughs> no, I'm not looking for fucking love. Are you asking me? I am not like looking a, for fucking love. Does it sound like I'm looking for love? Because well, I, I love enough shit already. Oh. This conversation has been a loving fucking... Oh, no, man, like, I've know. loved this. I've loved every bit of it. <laughs> I have, and all I've learned from this is I'm going to the races with you. <laughs> <laughs> you have worse days, Burke. Is what I'm saying. We are oh, passing yeah. on before the Caulfield Cup, <laughs> before the feature event. Oh man, this has been my favourite podcast we've done. Oh, it's so good, man. So good. What is it? Is this 22 or 23? Is it? No, is it? Maybe. Yeah, it's 23. Oh, number 23? Yeah. Do you have an association with the number 23 at all? That just, we, just could, the, the that we could manifest The age of the women. That? <laughs> <laughs> it's my average age. No, I've got nothing with 23. It's Jordan, it's Jordan, it's Clark, it's Jordan. Jordan's the greatest. Well, um, it's next episode, this is episode 22. Nah, fuck. <laughs> so that might be the number that you take into the next races. <laughs> If we oh, manifest man. it, play that song. Oh, yeah, mate, we're, that was unreal. We're gonna wrap her that up. Was a lot of fun. So you'll be getting stuck in tonight. Well, what time is it now? Sunday. Well, he's going to the basketball. Yeah, I'll, have a, I'll probably go downstairs and have a beer at the Caxton to but, get ready for your for your shift tomorrow. Yeah, no, no, we can't. I, I, I enjoy having a few on a Sunday and coming in a little hot on Monday. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, nice. If they don't like, they can fucking fire me. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Send me to Vegas. Send me to, Vegas or a send me to West shit. Hollywood again. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Watch me watch these people root. By the way, before you finish, uh, before the magnificent Farquhar's had this establishment, a guy called Michael Drum did. Drummy, yes. And he was a good family friend. And my parents used to get pissed downstairs and I used to sleep up here. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. How weird is that? I've, you've told me that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like 40 years ago. Yeah. What? Like, I used there to would sleep be upstairs at the Caxon while my parents were drinking. That is unreal. How weird is that? Yeah. Was this part built or was it down that end? Oh, fuck. I was literally, yeah. I think, no, it was that end. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't here. Like, like how old was, was it? It was upstairs here though. Well, it was oh, a like it was six, a seven years of age. Yeah. yeah. That is unreal. Yeah. Fuck. Do you, so know, you know what Drummy does now? Um, uncle said he was overseas. He's in Japan. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like a couple of wives, I think. And he's a, and he's a school teacher. He's an English teacher really? in Japan. I don't know if that's playing on Japan or not, but- he, I heard like the coolest stories about him. He used to dress up as a clown and stuff. Mate, he was something balloon else. Balloon animals and yeah, he was a dentist, like yeah, a he dentist was a, and like done everything. Like, Larger than life, dude. Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing guy. And then he um, he used to spray the bar, didn't he? With, oh, he fuck. I, the, I was a kid. Like I was like, the, yeah. I, I well, very, yeah. I have sort of just memories of being up here and sleeping, yeah. but I don't really remember much of it. Yeah, we weren't even born. No, yeah, you're you're right, right, yeah. Dude, I was just no forty years ago. Yeah, Fuck, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you gonna sleep up here tonight? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't finish this up. I'm sorry if I'm ever a fuckwit here. Sometimes, Never. sometimes Sterling has to go, wait, just you want a free fucking drink? Come and ask me. These cunts don't know who you are. <laughs> and I'll go, oh, sorry, Sterling. <laughs> sorry, Sterling. Sorry, 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 Sor
fucking running dead. I wish we could keep going. <laughs> so do I. So do I. That was unreal. Fuck, that was That was funny, a lot of fun. Man. This is a good fucking podcast, Mate, lads. Well done. I'd well love done. to get you back on more often. Yeah, well, you name it, boys. I'll be here. If you're free, mate, Jesus Christ. Let's do it.